Welcome back, everyone. For our final segment uh, here on Real Presence Live this morning, my name is Tim Moser, coming at you from the Fargo studio in downtown Fargo. I'd like to thank Eli for producing again. Appreciate that. I'd also like to thank my friend and a wonderful musician and a great person, Dr. Jay Hirschberger, for the last half hour, talking about sacred music and the liturgy. Uh, he's just got a great, great insight and a, a wonderful person for, uh, for sharing that. So thanks again to Dr. Jay Hirschberger for doing that. Well, I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Susan Windley-Doust and Father Jonathan Fastnet from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Oh, that's great. That's great. Evangelization, what a, what a great topic, and we can never get enough of it. But let's first start maybe just by telling us a little bit about yourself. Dr. Susan, why don't you go ahead and start, and then, Father, you can follow after her. Sure. Um, sure. Sure. My name is Susan Lindley-Doust, and I'm the Director of Missionary Discipleship for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Prior to that, I was um, a college professor for 22 years, and um, one of my best students was Father Jonathan Fastnet. Ah, <laughs> look at that. Getting that in. I love it. And I'm, and I'm oh, sure boy. you were one of his best teachers, too. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you have to ask him. <laughs> I'll let him say that in his, in his bio. <laughs> Great. Uh, go go ahead, Doctor. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about me other than, um, you know, I'm married, I have five kids, um, and the reason that I switched from teaching, which I really loved, to working for the diocese had everything to do with really um, deliberating and discerning this call to evangelize and realizing that, you know, God was calling me to something that was a little more direct. Um, than the teaching role that I inhabited for many years. So, so that's my story. That's, yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you put that in because what the question I was going to ask you is why did you leave teaching, you know, to do this? Yeah. And, and you answered that. That's my, and, and I thank you for saying yes to the call. And speaking of saying yes to the call, thank you, Father, for saying yes to the call to be a priest. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, Father Jonathan Fastnet. I'm one of the newer priests of our diocese. Um, uh, I've been ordained for five years, and I've, in my current assignment in uh, Jackson, Lakefield, and Sherburne, Minnesota, out in a cluster in southwestern Minnesota, um, for the last two years as a new pastor. And uh, even though it's been two years, I think for the next uh, six years more, I'll be saying I'll be claiming I'm a new pastor, trying to figure it out. So. Yeah. Um, isn't that big true? learning curve? Yeah, isn't that yeah. true? So, so you got to know uh, Dr. Windley Dost in in college, then, is it? That yeah, exactly. Yep, she was uh, she was one of my theology professors, and I did very much appreciate her at the time. We don't in in minor <laughs> we don't get it's, it'll sound surprising, but you don't get very much theology in minor seminary. You're mostly studying philosophy, so she was one of my very first. Uh, theology professors and, and uh, definitely had an impact on me and um, I still remember her class very vividly. So. Wonderful. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, you know, when we... Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I give that an A. All right. Perfect. Well, so, you know, when we say the word evangelize, a, a lot of people think, you know, Obviously, erroneously. Oh, that's for the priest. That's for someone else. You know, mm. and maybe just let's talk a little bit about how everyone's called to evangelize. And of course, you know, there's many different ways that we can evangelize. 
Yeah, I could start with that and, you know, Father Johnson, sure. you could certainly follow up what I don't add, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, evangelization is a call that is given to us with our baptism, so it's not a special call, you know. I mean, I think it's too easy for us to think that evangelization is for people who are particularly called to be, like, missionaries overseas or something like that. And, you know, some people do receive that call, but the reality is all of us who are baptized have a call to simply share the good news. That's all that evangelization is, sharing the good news that Jesus Christ heals and saves and leads us into eternal life. Father, what, what would you right. have to, Go ahead. Yeah, I would just, just add on to that. Yeah, I think, you know, simply put, it, it's something that should be naturally in the heart of all Christians, something that we... And I think... Um, it's it's a new call that's that's been kind of realivened with uh, with John Paul II and and with the Second Vatican Council, and it's mysterious how how we've kind of drifted away from it, um, uh, and and that it has to be reignited. But yeah, it's it's something we're all all called to, and and uh, just a desire that should be very present. And and if we're if we're living out the faith, it should be deeply burning in our hearts just to share that good news that was shared with us. Absolutely. You know, a couple of things that come to mind with your guys' comments are this universal, there's a universal call to holiness as well, and that's everyone's common vocation, right? A universal call to holiness. Mm -hmm. There's also a universal call to evangelize. You know, by our baptism, priest, prophet, and king, the triple munera. We we need to live that out, and too many people just, you know, sit back and let it go by. And How how can we ignite that in people? What what is something that you're, you're trying to do to have people step up and really take this call to evangelize, and maybe some simple ways that they can evangelize. Well, I can start with that. I mean, I think that we overthink it, honestly, a little bit. We make it harder than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's true that, you know, as Catholics, uh, we don't always have the greatest models for evangelization. Maybe we haven't Mm. seen it done in a way that we can easily um, replicate. But we really are just talking about getting comfortable uh, about talking about your own story, right? Everybody has a story about their relationship with Jesus Christ. It doesn't need to be elaborate or, or really phenomenal like St. Augustine's story, but your story is meant to touch somebody else's heart, mm-hmm. right? It's not just for you alone. So, I mean, I think the more that we really encourage people to take a little bit of time to articulate their own story, to realize, you know, what God has given them, and to put words to it, then you have something that you can give to somebody else, right? And that could be your family member, that could be a, somebody in your workplace, um, or it could be somebody literally on the street, because I do some of that myself with St. Paul Street Evangelization, but there are lots of ways to do it. A lot of it is just really taking time to, to really find the words and being prepared for when those opportunities arise. And uh, I know Father Jonathan um, has worked with, focus in the past, and uh, mm-hmm. he has a lot of good ideas, too, so. Yeah, you know, I, I'd say we need to ask for that desire. You know, I think it's so easy for us as Catholics to to really be comfortable with our anonymous Christianity, so to speak, and, and, uh, and I think we need to recognize, okay, this is a real part of my Christianity at the very roots 
and core of it. And to ask the Lord to stir us up, you know, and uh, to make us desire to, um, to to break outside of our comfort zone. I think part of what the Lord does when we ask that is he helps us to see how deeply everybody is starving for Jesus Christ, and, and he helps us to be excited about um, the reality that I can actually bring Jesus to another person. I can be a real bridge, right? It's not just left to the priests or, or to the religious person. Like, I, as a lay person, just as a disciple, which is enough, you know, can can really bring that to other people. Um, something simple, and simple that I tell people, too, and this kind of tags on to uh, Dr. Susan's comment about sharing our own story, is that you know, we typically evangelize through relationships, and in relationships, whenever there's a some sort of authentic relationship, friendship, or a relationship with a family member, we we have to be open to the other person and hearing about their day or what's going on with them. And if we just took advantage of that and said, you know, when you see your your uh, your cousin, you know, or your friend on the weekend, and they say, you know, how was your weekend? What did you do? Because there's that natural openness and relationship to sharing one another, if we would just take a little advantage and say, oh, well, you know, I, I uh, this weekend I went to this conference, or this weekend I went to Mass, and this, you know, this, uh, this fantastic young priest gave this stirring homily. If we, if we just go so far as to... Uh, extend a little bit of ourselves, you know, the Holy Spirit can sometimes take us from there and open things up. So true. We're talking with Dr. Susan Minley Doust and Father Jonathan Fastnet about evangelization. A couple things come to mind after these, these great comments. Uh, number one, is that um, we just want to facilitate the encounter, right? We want to help them encounter Jesus Christ. And since we're made in the image and likeness of God, right, called to love the, the human person, we have a special way. And, of course, Pope Francis has said it, it's simple, right? A smile in, in, in the grocery store at the lane. Of course, now we're all wearing masks. So you can't, but maybe smile with your eyes, right? You know? <laughs> right, right, right. But I, I, I totally, Dr. Susan, hit the nail on the head. We make it way too complicated, you know? I mean, we don't have to have degrees in theology, although they're not bad. Don't get me wrong, doctor. We don't have to be a priest, which is just fine, Father, right? But but right. Is, is that universal call? And and I, I just think back to simple things. You know, my wife and I adopted a child. I'm 58 years old. I have a three-year-old son. You know, we we, we, were, wow. called, we were called to adopt him. And so it's like, okay, don't worry about the years. You know, God will provide, right? But But the idea that I just have to have to be this joyful witness. And he loves reading the Bible. So when we're brushing teeth, he said, who should we read about in the Bible first tonight? You know, and he comes like, Elijah, you know, or Adam and Eve, you know. And he loves every single night he wants to read. And I'm just thinking, you know, again, I'm not saying I'm a great person, but the idea is that's an easy way to evangelize. Talk about these things in simple ways, as you mentioned, yeah. real simple things. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Well, a yeah, absolutely. A couple minutes left before the break, and I'm curious before the break, could you tell us a little more? Because when people hear about missionary discipleship, doctor, they kind of go, okay, what's that all about? Maybe give us a little two-minute summary about missionary discipleship. Oh, gosh, nobody's ever said that to me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, it's become a little bit of a buzzword, and it's unfortunate. So, um, because, I mean, the idea is... I think phenomenal, and I think easier if we sort of break it up. It's like, instead of saying missionary discipleship, what if we said disciples on mission? Love it. Does that help people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
like, all right, so we all are called to follow Jesus. That is what it means to be a disciple. And we're all given a mission in the Great Commission, right, to go and make disciples mm-hmm. of all nations. It's really as simple as that. Missionary discipleship is not something we do, although there are doings in it, but it's really about who the Church is, okay? It's who we are. We are disciples on mission, and um, we're always growing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. always growing. We're called to grow. So part of that, uh, I think what American Christians in particular are really called to right now is to grow in getting more comfortable and more active in our evangelization. Um, and it could just be with the people that are simply around us. I mean, that, that's who God has put in your life. Um, but to be deliberate about that. Mm-hmm. That's what missionary discipleship is. I like that, and I don't know if you guys know. Um, okay, I'm totally blanking on his name, Eli. Um, father from Bismarck, the evangelist. I, I'll, I'll think of it. He's Richter, Father Tom Richter. He's a oh, sure. Yeah, sure. But he says, you know, we've, we've yeah. made it way too simple. He says, just do what you do with a further intention, right? And that's what it reminded me of when you said that, Doctor. Mm. You know, just do it with a further intention of drawing people to Christ. You know, and it it, it really is that right. simple. Well, we're at our break. We'll be back with Dr. Susan Wendley-Doust and Father Jonathan, Jonathan Fastnet talking about evangelization here on Real Presence Live. And we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the gift of our priests. Through them, we experience your presence in the sacraments. Help them to be strong in their vocation. Set their souls on fire with love for your people. Grant them the wisdom, understanding, and strength they need to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Each week, Real Presence Radio honors a priest in our listening area with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Nominate your priest at realpresenceradio.com and tune in to hear more about these holy men of God. God's blessings to all of you today as you are listening to Real Presence Radio. This is Father Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. What a wonderful gift and a grace that we have in our Holy Church is that we have a Holy Mother, Jesus' Mother, who loves us so very much, and she prays for us. Isn't it wonderful to have a mother on our side, a mother who prays for us, a mother who loves us as Christ is our brother, then that means that Mary is truly our mother, our spiritual mother. And so as you pray that beautiful gift of the Hail Mary, let each of these prayers be as roses that is presented before her holy feet, and she brings our prayers and lays them before her Son, Jesus, and all of us. Always listen to our mother. Listen to what our mother is asking you. Come to the Savior. Come to my Son. Come to Jesus Christ. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser here for our last half segment with Dr. Susan Wendley Doust and Father Jonathan Fastnet, two people that really don't like each other. I'm sure you can tell that. <laughs> but anyway, welcome back. You know, a couple of things I was thinking about over the break. Uh, two, two things I'll throw out there and I'll let you guys just go with it. You know, Pope Paul VI in his great, great uh, encyclical Evangelii Nunciandi talked about how the church by her very nature is evangelistic and she constantly needs to be re-evangelized. And, and, and you know, one of the things I try to think about is the simple way to evangelize is, you know, as many of the popes have said, but Pope Francis really emphasizes it, is just being a joyful witness. People want to be happy. When they see someone joy, people laughing, people smiling, people in the face of their vocation, whether it's priests or there's a happy priest, there's, there's a happy professor, right? There's a happy husband and wife and family. They want that. And so that joyful witness can be powerful as well, and, and a little way to evangelize. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, absolutely. Go ahead, Father Gosling. Well, I, I would say that's that's completely true, and part of what it makes me think of right away is that, um, so if we're living out our relationship with Christ, people do see it, and people uh, instinctively want to have what we have. Like, if they see, if I'm living out my relationship with Jesus, and He does bear fruit in me, He does bear peace in me and, and patience, and um, if I'm around others and they see that in me, it's they want what we have, and that's a big opening point. That's a big opportunity. Um, and then just to tag on to that as well, it's, it's multiplied if we, can, if we can do that in community. It's multiplied mm. if, if I go out with my brother priest or with a, a, a disciple from my parish, and if, if we're living our faith out in the public sphere to some extent, you know, whether that's just praying before, like, uh, at the coffee shop before we have coffee, or, or doing something where where people can see our joy, um, the, the attraction is, is multiplied when it's, when it's seen in community, lived out. Mm-hmm. Doctor? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's, um, oh gosh, it's, when we're in community, um, it is a real witness when we are a community of joy. But, you know, one thing I would add to that, and I, I think this is especially for the lay people out there, is that I will be honest about my, my own past here. I've had a number of people tell me that, um, and, you know, possibly, and I'm grateful, it's kind of, you know, you're really, you have a peaceful sense about you. You know, you, you, mm. you do what you do with joy and things like that. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't do with those people, because those people were not Christian, mm-hmm. right? And they were commenting mm-hmm. on it. So I didn't follow up with why, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the thing is, uh, we live in a culture right now that is increasingly secular, and we really need to connect the dots for people. I mean, if they give you an opening like that, um, just to say, it's kind of like, well, you know, my peace really comes from my faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, it doesn't need to be elaborate. It doesn't need to be more than that. I mean, mm-hmm. just let them know. It's like, well, there's a reason for that. It's not just that I'm naturally peaceful and joyful. Um, it actually comes from God, right? Mm-hmm. It comes from the relationship with God. So, I mean, I think that we need to uh, just be aware that times are different than they were like 20, 30 years ago, and people right. sort of presuming Right, so it's kind of well. I know she's Catholic and she's joyful, so those things are connected. They do not make that connection unless we make it for them. 
Yeah, so, so looking right. for those opportunities to do that. Yeah. Such a good point. As Peter says, of course, we need to always be ready to give a, a reason for our hope. And, Absolutely. of course, going back to Paul the Sixth document, he talks about that. After the joyful witness, we need to be ready to use words, too, as well. And that's such, such a good point, Doctor. That makes sense. Well, we got about four minutes left here. Can you tell us, you guys have an upcoming retreat coming up. Tell our listeners a little bit about that and what the goal is and how they can register if, they, if you still have room. Uh, yeah, the goal is to change the world. Um, nice. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Done. Yeah, so uh, nothing small. Um, I'll start, Father Johnson, you, you add on, okay? This is a retreat we had it on the eastern side of our diocese about six weeks ago, and now we're having it on the western side called Christ's Love Compels Us. And it is a retreat for people who are discerning their call to evangelization, um, not the fact that they have a call, because they do, um, but right. what do they do with that, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what do they do with that call? It's like, who is God calling to, uh, or rather, who are they calling, I'm mixing up my words, to whom? There you go. Right. I'm a smart person. To whom are they called <laughs> to share the good news, <laughs> and how? So, uh, Father Johnson and I are doing it on the western side of the diocese, um, outside of Wyndham, in southwest mm-hmm. Minnesota, it's place called Shalom Hill Farm, and uh, we, it's set up with conferences and Eucharistic adoration, um, and, and just a lot of talks about, like, you know, what can you do? What, how do you pray to God to let you know how to move forward with this desire that's on your heart, and how to inflame that desire, right? How to, how to breathe into that desire that's been placed there. Father Jonathan, you want to add to that? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got so much confidence in this retreat just because I I believe, you know, God does answer prayers. And just so we're going and we're getting together to discern how the Lord is, is calling us to act in our own lives, in our own parishes, to evangelize. And um, it's an exciting, it's exciting that we're doing this, and God's going to answer that prayer. I, I believe God's going to, like, through our talks and and but mostly through prayer, like the Lord's gonna give some direction there, and so it's an exciting opportunity to go in and intentionally spend time to to ask for that grace from the Lord. Amen. I I always say to be prepared and prepared, right? You know, and and that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> people think I'm Elmer Fab. Prepared? No, really, prepared. <laughs> um, if if people want more information, we have a little over a minute left. If people want information on how uh, uh, more information on the retreat, how can they do that? Sure, it's on the Diocese of Winona Rochester website, and if you go to our main website, which is dowr dot org and click on Offices, and then Missionary Discipleship, you'll get really close to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you can call the main diocesan number. You can look that up quickly. Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and ask to speak to me, Susan Windley-Doust. Wonderful. That's great. Anything? Any final thoughts from you, Father? Uh, no. Uh, just, um, I think, yeah, just briefly, I think, this is something we all need to do is we need to ask the Lord for direction and and be more dependent on the Holy Spirit and how we seek to evangelize. That's so true. Well, wonderful. So, Diocese for Rogers, org. Father, we have about 15 seconds if you give us a blessing, please. Yeah. Um, yeah. May the Lord 
uh, fill our hearts with His grace this day uh, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and Therese of Lisieux. May He uh, help us to learn to be small and uh, and learn to depend on His grace. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks Amen. so much. Oh, yes, Dr. Susan Winley Doust and Dr. Jonathan Fastnet. Thanks so much for your work. God bless you and your endeavors. Thank you. Pray right. for us. Amen. Amen. We will. All right. Thanks so much. Wow, Eli, there it is. Come to the end already. Man, those two hours goes fast. I don't it know about sure you, but yeah. flies by. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, so you probably have some really cool information about what's coming up on the next show, I bet. Well, I have some information on what's coming up uh, on the next couple shows here. Okay. You know, since we're uh, coming into the Labor Day holiday weekend here, um, we also like taking days off. So Monday we'll be bringing you the best of Real Presence Live. Nice. Uh, well, it's basically some segments that uh, that we liked from some past shows, and we hope you like them. So if you want to tune in for that, that'll be Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Some of the highlights from that, we'll have a, a segment of Straight Talk with Father Jason Leffer, Father Jeff Epler, and Father Brian Moan, where they answered a bunch of questions. Nice. Plus, Father John Rutten will tell us about his uh, his story from a battle with addiction to the priesthood. So that and a whole lot more is coming up on Monday. Then Tuesday, we're back to live, Real Presence Live, with Father Peter, Father Peter Andrill talking about the Blessed Virgin Mary's birthday, Bishop John Folda about the liturgical year as a family, you know, sort of going through uh, and all those devotions as a family. Sure. Plus Father Timothy Gallagher about overcoming spiritual discouragement. So all that and a whole lot more is coming up in the next uh, few days uh, here on Real Presence Live. And of course... Tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, is all of our encore starting at 6 a.m. Central. So if you like the show that you heard this last week, tune in for, uh, to hear it again on Saturday. That sounds great. You got any big plans for the weekend, Eli? You know, not not really. Just sort of going to kick back with family. Uh, I got a friend's wedding uh, later today, and that's really about it. Sort of been enjoying the day, enjoying these last few warm days before we move into uh, the colder days ahead. Um, Heard something about frost next week, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, lows in the 30s. So I, I, I go out and play at these uh, retirement homes and everything, and they uh, they keep calling saying, "Well, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to do." You know, we might have to. So we're trying to make sure everything is in the afternoon. Sometimes and do morning stuff, but yeah, you know, frost is going to be on the pumpkin. But we might have a little uh, little rebound too. Who knows? Well, I'd like to thank you again, Eli, for producing. I'd like to thank all our listeners for real from Real Presence Radio and just. Keep us in prayer. Um, you know, this is an apostolate that, that is funded by you, that is run by God, and we're just along for the ride. So please, think about us, pray for us. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Until next time, this is Tim Moser saying, God bless you, and goodbye. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.